if I had someone told me two years when I started this podcast that I'd be talking to you in an interview, I've been like, you're crazy because oh, just <laughs> because understand this, I have been a fan of yours. When I was active, you was one of the ones that I wanted to work with. Uh, you a legend in this business. Oh, thank you. Pioneer, trendsetter. Oh, that's, I know you've heard all this before. I mean, come on. Oh, man. I put my drawers on just like everybody else. <laughs> I'm like, she's so famous. Her husband is famous, ladies and gentlemen. They're how famous of a woman that she is. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, so everybody, before we even go into the name of our particulars, how many years you been doing this? Well, uh, the film side of it, uh, over a decade, and then the adult stuff all together, wrapped up all together, all the different stuff I did in the adult industry would be about three decades. Yeah. So, so, so you are far from, yeah, she is legendary status. And <laughs> so, so what was the first thing you did in the adult field? What was the first thing you did? The first thing I did was I was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um Back, uh, I grew, okay, background. Let me just go back a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, way back. Um, uh, uh, 16, uh, graduated at 16 and went into Damn. college and uh, passed by a local strip club. And you know, some girl, oh, I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't do that. So, shit, I do that, you know. <laughs> so, and this was back before they really checked. I mean, they checked your ID, obviously, but you know. Yeah. Back then, they didn't care as much. Yeah, we're talking. I'm 51, so we're saying way back then they didn't really. You didn't have that like state seal crap they have on it now, and you know you. I used to be get. I used to get into a bar. I got into this bar for six years before they actually cracked down on it. Like six months before my 21st birthday, they cracked Uh down on stuff. But anyway. So I went in there and, um, you know, young and, and, and I had already, I've already had, always had boobs, mm-hmm. but I went in there and I, you know, shook my ass and made some money. And then I started, uh, went, I branched off into burlesque stuff and, mm-hmm. uh, did the whole circuit on the, you know, Southeast and stuff like that. And, um, that's how it all started. Then, you know, oh, getting into phone sex and different stuff like that and, Took a small pause for, for family and stuff, and then, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, because people don't realize, you know, yeah, because back then it was different. Um, oh, yeah, a lot different. Way different than, than it is now. Oh, yeah. Um, because even to the point, like, even with the strippers, like, just like you said, it's kind of like they they didn't care as much as they do now or even years up onto it. You know what I'm saying? As long as you look the age. Okay, yeah, whatever. you know, and it, it was so easy to fake an ID back then, too. I mean, hell yeah, I used to fake college IDs, my ID, <laughs> not to imply, but no, I mean, yeah, it was easy to fake an ID back in the day, and um, and and I really, I had a, I mean, I from I want to say I had a good head on my shoulders. I mean, don't get me wrong, I did some shit, but I mean, um, and I'm so glad we didn't have cell phones. We didn't yeah. have cell phones back then. Let's yeah, go no. all the way back. This, this, this was before pagers. This was before um, pagers. Yeah, we had beepers. Yeah. And uh, and, uh, and if you had a beeper, you were the shit of our drug dealer, one of the two. Uh, so a doctor, drug dealer, or the shit, one of the two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But. But yeah, so we didn't have any of those, you know, I mean, I remember being a stripper and I got the bag phone. 
You know, remember the bags? Yeah. You know, I had that. I thought, I missed the shit, you know. Um, I mean, you know, it's back then, you know, you're young and dumb and think you know everything, you know. But uh, I I think I I was a pretty good hustler back then. I've always had a strong work ethic. Um, I think which it is has, obvious I, because you graduated at 16, which yeah. means that one, you was brilliant. You're very highly smart and intelligent, you know, period. So that tells me a lot because not a lot of people can graduate at 16. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah, I did that. And I went to, um, while I stripped, I, I think the whole time I was stripping, I went to college for like 15 years. I, I graduated with like a dual master's in English and history and a bachelor's in business. And I just did a whole bunch of other shit in between. Like, I just did crazy shit. I mean, I loved going to school. Um, mm. I was very much a, I was a, I tell people I was, I was a nerd with boobs. Uh, so, <laughs> so, you know, but, um, but I was, I was, I guess I was the wild child. I mean, mm-hmm. but I mean, my parents, like my parents really couldn't say too much to me because I graduated 16. 16, was, yeah. Oh, it was like. There was really not much they could say, you know, like, you bet, well. Damn, you always made good grades, shit. Shit, okay, I got, I got nothing. So, yeah, I was I was actually moved out in my own place before I was even 18, so, mm. yeah. Well, you were grown before you was grown. I was grown, yeah. I was grown. <laughs> Which made it really hard, we you know, when, when I started having a family, you know, and, you know, you know our, our kids are all adults now, yeah. so they went through those little, you know, I'm grown. No, you ain't grown. Let me tell you. I show you grown. <laughs> so yeah, but um, but yeah, it's it's it's, you know, it's been a crazy world. It, the life, my life has been. I mean, I'm pretty pretty fortunate. I mean, you know, there's been some good times, some bad times, some good memories, some bad memories, and you know, all in between. So. Oh, most definitely. So give me one second. Hello, smokers. How y'all doing? And this is a very special episode of the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor. Perfect app for you to, to start your podcast career. You know what to do. Go to anchor.fm, get a profile, download the app. I'm your host, Kevin Arvis, champ, a.k.a. the porn rap star. Y'all know what to do. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com, backslash porn rap star. Damn it, all my links, you should give me a sponsorship. Now... Speaking about sponsors, we got four wonderful sponsors to tell you about. The first one being the LS, the LS, the Facebook, the LS community. I'm talking about LSworld.com. Also, check out the hottest adult mag in the game on the web, eroticismmagazine.com. Also, for you content creators just looking for a place to put your content, 90% profit, no hashtag issues. And for you consumers, a new place for you to look at Triple H content, I got you covered. ExciteBunny.com. And last but not least, we're talking about Smut with VoiceOver, award-winning, award-nominated. We're talking about Blush Erotica. So go to BlushErotica.com and get yourself a monthly subscription. And also check out their VR side, known as Beaver. That's right, you can look at your Oculus and maybe see some of the hottest adult film talent fuck the shit out of each other while you listen to some wonderful erotic poetry at the same time. Also... Proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and buy products from over 500 black-owned stores, retailers, and boutiques. Also, five days a week, go over to fullyswapradio.com and listen to me in the morning and wake and bake with me and my peoples in the morning, five days a week at Fully Swap 
radio.com. Also, check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGBLLC app. Now, we got that all the way. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let this gorgeous, blonde, legendary, busty, she is, understand this, between her and Sarah J, this is one of the biggest interviews I've ever done in my career. Introduce herself. Well, I don't know what else to say. You've done, you've done that. Enough. We're done. Good night, no. uh, well, um, I mean, I'm just saying to be, be, you know, to be right next to Sarah J is awesome because she's amazing. I love her. Yes. Um, yeah. So um, for those of you who don't know, my name is Kimika Boom. Uh, I've been in the adult entertainment industry over three decades. Uh, film side of that about a decade. Um, yeah. Yeah. Been there, done that. I've, I've done quite a bit, so I yes, don't know what else to say. <laughs> you were doing phone sex when it was a 1-800 number, ladies and gentlemen. Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> and you had to give that credit card. No, I only, it was actually when it was a 1-900. Yeah, 1-900. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You on your phone bill and tell all your business. Yeah, because I was watching the documentary for, uh, what's her damn name? The, the psychic lady. Uh, Damn, and it made me think about the phone sex. I was like, it used to be a time where you had to use your house phone for phone sex. Yeah. Not a computer. Phone and for all you young folks out there, that was the thing that was attached to the wall with the long ass cord on it. <laughs> um, yeah. So how did you get into that? How did you get to the phone sex side? Um, honestly, I, 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 I you know, I. Never been asked this before, but you know, I really, I'm trying to remember. I don't really, I mean, I know I, when I was in the club, we had a pay phone. Mm-hmm. And again, for you youngins, that's a thing that actually used to mount on the wall or outside. No, seriously though. Um, but no, I remember doing like the phone, like phone sex. Mm-hmm. In the dressing room of the club, I used to strip at in between sex. <laughs> So I had like a hustle on top of a hustle on top of a hustle. I was she always was at work at work. She was yeah, doing was work at work. To get, and I remember because I would go to college to like mid morning, five days a week. Mm-hmm. And then I made like noon roll call because you had to be dressed and, you know, on, on the floor by noon because they would play the little song and everybody had to do roll call. So we all had to make the roll call. I had a couple of fellas that would come in and see me on a regular basis. So I would sit with them the first couple hours of the day, do my sets, make my money. And then when they left, I'd go back to the dressing room, you know, do my little phone calls here and there. Mm-hmm. And I would um, do home homework. <laughs> you know, just some you know, shit. There's a woman who had to do the balance of that, because that's balancing for your ass. Cause that's something we all discuss, like balancing your personal with your career a lot. Yeah. You know, having the time to do both in the time of day or what have you. You sitting there stripping, phone sex, and homework. <laughs> See, this is the reason why she's a legend, ladies and gentlemen. She is the I don't ultimate. Know. You know, I think a lot of it had the reason why I think I work so hard, and I still work very hard. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why is, you know, we did not grow up with a lot of shit. Like, we didn't have nothing. I mean, I grew up in downtown Birmingham. My mom was in the projects. I mean, we mm-hmm. that's where I grew up, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the high school I went to uh, is no longer a high school. It's like no longer a high school. So, I mean, um, we were, you know, 
shit, my mom lived in low-income housing that, that they gave her a check to stay there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was yeah. just, just, we were poor. We, I've, I've stood in food stamp lines when they used to give out paper food stamps. For yeah. my I have so stood in the block cheese, the peanut yeah. butter, and all that. Yeah. I've done that, and I think that's why I have such a strong work ethic, because I don't ever, I mean, no, you know, no disrespect to any of that, because I've been there, I've done that, but I just don't, I didn't want to ever be in that situation. And I don't think my mom, my mom was 13 when she had me, so she didn't have a lot of knowledge at that age. And I don't, and she really did not have a lot of the, um, I guess the, the, the smarts or wasn't yeah. raised because she was raised in North Alabama. It was kind of country. And, and she had you at 13. So yeah, it's kind of like. Country and, and is country is. Country yeah, I know, is, I know about Birmingham. I've been down there a couple of times. Yeah, so, um, so me living in Birmingham, you know, like I, you know, went there, done that. Now, you know, went through some stuff with all that. You know, you know, we, you know, we were trying to, we were kind of thrown around house to house stuff. Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, shit was real. So, um, I think that's what made me kind of grow up fast. And that's what made yeah. me, you know, back then we took care of ourselves. Like, you know, we, you know, shit. You got out of school, you went home, you did your homework, you. You just took care of yourself. That's just what you did at our age. Um, what they call them latchkey kids. That's what we were. Hell, we were fixing dinner. <laughs> you yeah. know, like we were. That's what I'm saying. You know, so that's what we did. So, and I think that that maybe why has, has a lot to do with why I work the way I work because I've always I just don't ever want to be in that situation again. Yeah, so. I knew. I remember when I turned 18, my mom said, "I'm not cooking for you ever again, boy. You better learn how to cook." <laughs> And I learned how to cook quick too that day. First thing I made yeah. was pancakes. I knew how to make them. My sister got mad at me too. She was like, "How's your shit go to brown? My shit burnt." I said, "Cause you can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> you burnt. You burnt grits, woman. Stop." Yeah, I mean, yeah, we it was yeah we we yeah been there done that you know so yeah so I think that maybe that's why I think maybe that's why we um you know I, I worked as much as hard as I do and um. And I don't, I don't regret any of that. I love the fact that that's how I grew up. And of course, when I was growing up, I didn't know it was there was any difference to that. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I just knew I didn't want to be broke. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. Tell me about it. What, what's your zodiac sign? Huh? What's your zodiac? I'm a Taurus. April twenty first. Huh? See, April twenty first. I'm a Taurus. On 22nd. Funny story about that. Ah! Funny story about that. I was, okay, talking about country, okay? And my yeah. mom was, you know, she was born in North Alabama in the country. Mm -hmm. And she was pregnant with me. And we had a doctor, when she had me, like, had his house. His house was his doctor's office. Mm -hmm. So she was in labor with me for a few days. And she actually gave birth to me on April 21st. But they yeah. were all so tired, they yeah. all went to sleep. The next mm -hmm. day, he filled out the birth certificate, and when he did, he put the 22nd, exactly. not realizing that. So, fun fact, I was actually born on the 21st, but the birth certificate mm -hmm. has 22nd. Yeah, because so. I hate to tell you this, and throw Taurus. <laughs> I feel sick when I'm broke. And I am miserable. I'm depressed. It's just, oh, God, I can't do You know, it's so funny that even when I'm not, like, you know, it's saying, like, obviously things are, we're in a much, much better place now, but I mean, yeah. but even now where I'm in a more financially uh, secure time, I always think about that. Like, I'm always yeah. thinking, 
about stuff. Like, yeah. I tell people quick, my, my, my two biggest fears is to be homeless. That's one of my biggest fears, goddamn. I fear that more than goddamn being burnt alive. No, I can't. No, it's not a good feeling. Being I mean, broke. it's not even like I have to, I, I don't, it's not, I just don't want to be broke. Like, I don't yeah. have to be rich. I just don't yeah. want to be broke. I want to be able to reach in and get a pack of cigarettes when I want it. You know, people just, talk about, I want to win the lottery. I want to, I'll share shit. I want to win it too. Hell, I'll yeah, share. Let's get a group of us together. Let's all win, you know. So I mean, so yeah, that's 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 kind of you know, yeah. Just yeah because grow. because to you, it, from from following your career and just talking to you now, you kill every misconception people have about this business. But we'll get to that in a second because we need to go back into the time machine because see, with my business, because this podcast is about the business of porn. So this is where we're gonna go right here. Okay. What got you into porn itself? Because we, we know that you did, you know, the phone sex, you did the stripping, you did the burlesque, which took you traveling. What got you into the film side of it? Uh, the film side of it, uh, I was doing pinup, rockabilly pinup. Uh, my husband was the photographer. I was a part of a local group that did all the little, you know, victory mm-hmm. rolls and the, all the old school kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And my, I would take some pictures for my husband uh, on the risque side. Um, <laughs> so I took them for him. And then he had a group of fellas that were always talking about their wives. Oh, my wife's hot. My wife's hot. My wife. And so my husband was like, well, shit, I'm going to get my girl in a magazine. So mm-hmm. he sent some of those topless pictures into a magazine trying to get me like in the, like in the amateur section, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they emailed him back one day and they were like, hey, you know, we'd really like her to do film. And he's like, and what, and what, was he score Mac? Yeah. See, and he was I, like, yeah. Until he was it was funny, like, before you pin that story, I had so many magazines to score with your ass in it, but I digress. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but he, he was like trying to get me in the magazine and they were like, oh, well, will she shoot porn or film? And, so he's like, hell yeah. And he was like, oh, fuck, because he had never told me he did this. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I've had some people, oh, he shouldn't have did that. I mean, really, it was just titties, okay? I mean, it yeah. was titties, okay? I ain't, th- we're not, I'm not, remember, I'm older, so I don't get offended. Yeah. Really. So, um, but yeah, so uh, I, you know, and I, yeah, I, I tried to find something wrong with that company. I Googled, I looked. But I mean, I, like I looked, you know, because you have to, you can't be too careful. Because yeah. before this, I had really not heard of, like I, I knew of them, but not heard of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. You, you have to do that. And even to this day, anybody I work with, I do research. I want to know who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, before I work with them, I want to make sure that they ain't talking shit on social media about somebody, or mm-hmm. if because it's a shit starter, you know, starter, or they, you know, you, you know, what I'm saying I'm not trying to get caught up in the drama. Uh, you know, so, so that's basically what I was doing, just making sure that these people were on up and up and all that kind of stuff. And I, I knew that obviously everybody's got a flavor. Everybody's got a size and shape they like. I just didn't realize that it was as lucrative as it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm just kind of like in kind of disbelief, like, ain't nobody trying to see this naked, you know? And they're like, yeah, but we are. And I'm like, okay. So anyway, so we kind of hem hawed around a little bit about it. And then, and then, you know, the offer was pretty good. And 
I'm thinking, you know, I, I'm thinking, you know, I could do some work to the house, you know, I could, you know, do some stuff to the house, you know, do the roof and do, you know, just do like that. So, plus I'm thinking, you know, what a hell of a story. Like, this would be a cool-ass fucking story when I'm old and gray and in the nursing home. <laughs> Can't you just see me around a whole bunch of chicks in the nursing home going, and let me tell you what I did next, girls. Grab your oxygen mask. I shot some porn. You know, I'm just saying. So, anyway, so I went down there. It, it worked out. I mean, it went down there, and my mind was blown how they filmed it. Uh, how it all, how it all comes about was like, what the fuck? Okay. So, you know, there's a whole bunch of that going on. Um, but no, it was cool. I mean, it, it all worked out and it worked out better than I thought it would. We locked down, I locked down some domains and my name and all that kind of stuff and, mm-hmm. and just roll with it. And now we, here we are 10 years later, still doing it. So, yeah, because, um, when you did that first scene, because I want to unpack that first shoot so my listeners can see the difference between now and where we came from. It is way different than y'all see oh, it yeah. now. You know, period. One, there was no such thing as content yet. You know, period, from the time when you was when, when you started. So we'll get to that in a second. <clears throat> so, of course, you were nervous or what have you. Um, what testing was back then? No, actually, I still had, we, st- we, st- when I started like the film part of it, I yeah. was still under the talent testing umbrella. Okay. So I still had that testing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am very familiar with what you're talking about because back then, uh, back older than that, because uh, yeah. I'm friends with a lot of uh, legends in the industry that really pioneered it for mm-hmm. us, uh, Chris Canyon and Ginger Lee and stuff like that. Yes. And yeah, you didn't really have a lot of testing. I mean, or you'd go down to the little, you know, the little, what's the little AIDS test and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they and that's what they, they would. I mean, that's just one of the things they did, or, or you know, uh, you know, just some of the stories they've told me is like, yeah, you just, you know, you just go down there and got you a little AIDS test or whatever. You know, that was it. Uh, but you know, to say to 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 follow up with that is that you know, back then. It was so much harder to shoot. I mean, you had to like, it was like a cloak and dagger operation. Like you couldn't let people know you were doing that. You would go to jail. It was more shame when it came to the point industry back then because it was very taboo. It was taboo. Yeah, Yeah, people, kids, we used to, we used to walk into the North American videos of the one we call it with the room with the black, the black uh, shade in the back. You got to open it. That's where all your porn shit was (laughs) Yeah, 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 really. I mean, I mean, and it's crazy because as, as provocative as everything is now, like you, you go back to when, you know, back when we were growing up, yeah. you had what, three channels? Yeah. Maybe four. TV went off. You know what I'm saying? And you, you, what, you had like the national anthem and your TV was off by 1030 after 10 o'clock news. So, you know, we didn't have a lot of craziness. But also, too, like when HBO started going and stuff like that, you had like your Lady Chatterley. You know, that was the ooh shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that was the oh my gosh. And, you know? and I'm sorry, that's the reason why I have such a hang up about heels and thigh high stockings. That movie, because that's all she wore. By the time she got naked, that's all she had on thigh high stockings and the heels. 
Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was such a provocative thing. But even as accepting as stuff is now, yeah. it's still not accepted. Like, yeah. it really still isn't. It's like, it, it amazes me because there's so much that goes on now. But yet, there's still so much stigma. Yeah. And I'm thinking, why? How? You know, I don't get it. I just don't get why there's still so much stigma. Because I, my theory is this is because people still want to be people still shamed of what they like sexually, kink wise, and the whole nine. Yeah, I mean, you I know what I'm saying. You know, period. And it's just as the generation grow old, that shame is going to disappear because one one reason why porn is becoming somewhat normalized because more access now. I can look at it on my phone, my laptop, my what we call it, you know, period. Only fans became the shit, you know, period. You and me, you, you know, it, it used to be just three really sites that you can actually make money online with. Yeah. That was Southern Charms, Cliff Sale, and Rude.com. Right. You know, period. And I, you know, I actually just joined Southern Charms. Uh, and the reason why I joined Southern Charms is I really like, I wanted something I wanted to get back into the pictures. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I'm not doing any videos for Southern Charm or anything like that. I'm just strictly doing pictures. But mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to get back into that because, I mean, um, not that there's anything wrong with film because obviously I have my platforms mm -hmm. that I do that with. But but I do like very much to, uh, you know, pin up stuff with my roots. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, something I really liked doing. Um, so I actually just joined that platform a few months ago and I've really, I've had fun with it. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, right, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a, a lot of ways to get it. I mean, like, like mm -hmm. you said, everything now is a click of a button, you know, uh, it's so easy to get it now. Uh, and, um, I mean, if anything I could change in my life, it would be to go back and invent the internet. I'm just saying. <laughs> Because it be because let's keep it one hundred. We made more money back then. Because you know what? We made you, more money back then. You, in a sense, you did make more money because back then there was production. There was, you know, you had people going on locations and you had mm -hmm. contracts. You mm -hmm. had contract girls and stuff like that. Yes, you did. And like AVNs, it was like Hollywood. It was like you know, mm -hmm. red carpet with Hollywood and cameras. And it was the shit, and everybody wanted to talk about it. But. And I'm not saying we don't have that now, but it's not nearly as like prestigious, I guess, yeah. as it was in a sense. Um, but I do know that uh, I, you know, I, I make my own content. So, I, yes, I am a content creator as well. Mm -hmm. And I have nothing against um, newer content creators that are that are coming out or came out during COVID because it's amazing to me how many people became porn stars during COVID. And uh, if you detect sarcasm, it's because I am being sarcastic. Um, but it is not that I have a problem with it. It's just that I hope and pray that they are still keeping themselves up to the same standards I have to keep myself up to. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. People, she just said and summarized what I've been saying about content creators versus fucking porn stars. Why? The porn stars have an issue with the content creators. It's the have, professionalism no, 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 of Wait, now you didn't hear me. I yeah. have no problem with content creators because I am also a content creator. Mm -hmm. I just want all content creators 
mm. including myself, mm. to maintain the same integrity with testing and mm. what have you as mm. I have to. Yeah. That being said, I do know firsthand of content creators who are mm -hmm. newer, mm -hmm. who feel that they don't have to do the testing that I have to do. And I beg to differ. It's an old saying, if you want to play with the big dogs, you have to play with the big dogs rules. Facts. Especially, not my rules either. They're not in my rules. But no, I'm it's, just, it's the industry rules. It's, it's, industry, it's, it's industry standard is what it is. Yeah. It's industry standard. Yeah. And you have to bring the whole industry standard to your production. From day one, me creating my own website, my own OnlyFans, my own all this. From day one, I have implemented my testing with every performer that I have worked with when when I've worked with them. Mm -hmm. And I would and they have done the same to me because mm -hmm. that is just what you have to do in this industry. Um, and, and I'm not saying that. And, you know, and I'm sure people got something to say. And I mean, you say whatever you want to say, but. I don't care if you're a content creator. There is enough money for everybody. Come get yeah. you some. Thank you. Ha you know, handle it. it. You know, just make sure that you're doing everything you're supposed to do. That means you cannot bully and bogart performers into working to with you. Yeah. You cannot. Because see, because see, with me, it, this is what I've been saying, because I'm retired or what have you. It's like I tell people, my issue with content creators is that, well, one, to keep it 100, because it became easier, they think it's easy to do. That's oh, fuck no! You feel me? That's the no, biggest. That's that's the biggest issue we have. Yeah. I, I do some. I do seminars at Exotica. We go, I go to all the Exoticas every year. I do mm -hmm. two seminars, two to three, depending on. I mean, I'll do two days or three days worth of seminars, because I try to explain to everybody. This, I mean, what's the old saying? I quit my forty-hour week job. To work 120 hours for my my business because yeah. it's it's hard work. I mean, you are literally working seven days a week. You are always on. I heard all the stuff you rattled off all you do, so I know you do what I do. Yeah. Up early in the morning, working all damn day doing stuff. If you're not doing stuff, then you're editing stuff. If you're uploading stuff, you're doing this. You're looking at analytics. You're trying to book up your next stuff. You're trying to plan your next move. It it's a lot of work. I mean, this is not. Don't get me wrong. It's fun work. It's really fun work, but it's also, it's still work. You know, it's, it's, and I think a lot of people get under that delusion or illusion that, oh my God, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm do, okay, do it. Just remember, you got to do all of it. You can't do a piece of it. You got to do all of it, all of it. And I know a lot of people who've been in the industry for many years who still don't do it all, who do some of it, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they're exhausted. So, you know, it's 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 a full time. It's a definitely a full time, full time gig. So yeah, uh, but it's I, cool shit. I have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, cause even with podcasts, they feel like I'm still important by how I have to move. Cause exactly. editing these videos. Uh, Only thing different is you're keeping your clothes on. Basically. <laughs> well, well, except in the previous smoke room, sometimes they do flash the camera or be topless, but you gotta subscribe to see that, people. But anyway, back to the back to the show. Uh, <laughs> but no, I just think, like I said, it's also the professionalism because you spoke to that. Because I remember when I came in the game, so people can understand this. One, dudes had to send their pictures to the ladies, and these are the pictures that they asked for nine times out of ten: face, full body, erect dick. For females, standing with your hands side by side, relaxed. 
front side back turn you know period why did they ask me these pictures to see what walking in the door to, to see you naked to see your body because at some point you might get naked or what have you because yeah they were that judgmental on me you know period it was harder to get in even for me I couldn't get into Hollywood because I had to be groomed into Hollywood. Plus, I had to take my ass over there. And trust me, I didn't want to shoot the way that they shot because I actually seen the behind the scenes of one. I said, I can't do it. Yeah, that's just too much. It's too much to stop and go. And and and, uh, and it's a straight up. Not, I mean, like a production director and. You got to get, you got the makeup artist over there, catering over there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The director and the cameraman with the boom light. And you might have uh, other performers waiting on your dumb ass to get finished because he got two more scenes to shoot that day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. It is. And, you know, and it is. I've done, I've done multiple scenes in a day and, and I've, I've, <laughs> I've been there before when I've had to work with a, a talent that, as I say, dilly dicked around, and I'm mm. like, look, I still got, I still got two more scenes to shoot. Let's mm. make this shit happen. I mean, you know, like, I'm, I'm literally been there. Like, and by the time scenes wrapped, it was like midnight. You know, like I mean, I, I literally been there since like eight that morning mm -hmm. to midnight. So, mm. um, and thank God, the last person I worked with is just somebody I've worked with before. So mm. I love when I work with somebody I've worked with before, and that we meshed well together because. We know each other, like we know each other and we knock that shit out real quick, you know. So, um, but even when it's quick, it's still not quick because, you know, makeup and hair and then, you know, pretty girls and yeah. makeup hair, then yeah. the scene stills, then makeup hair, and, you know. Yeah, because, because you still do a shoot like the old school professional shoots supposed to be done. You give me the pretty girl pics, you give me the... The, the steals, the picture steals, not the steal pulled from the from the uh from the um from the video. No, the actual right. picture steals. You mm -hmm. feel me? You know, okay. period. You know, it 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 it's people don't realize it was a process. It just wasn't we got there and then we just go fuck. Right. No, it's a whole process. Not take away the paperwork and all that shit, because also another case is sometimes in your situation, you didn't know the male talent ahead of time. So now you got a quick amount of time to develop chemistry with this motherfucker. So y'all have a banging ass scene. You well, know? I know, you know, and that's, I guess that's one good thing about it is, is with me, there was a couple cases where I didn't know my talent ahead of time. Yeah. But, you know, if you come into the game and prepare yourself like a business, you can, you can do, take control of those situations. Like for me, yeah. um, I pretty much, I have a pick, you know, I can kind of go, okay, well, who you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? You know? I mean, you kind of earned it, don't you think? I mean, <laughs> well, I kind of hope so. Earned it, but, I mean. but, even, but even from the beginning, though, even with the beginning, I kind of had a little bit of input in it because, you know, obviously, and I do have a no list because I can. And, um, and I think that's where a lot of the youngins, coming in i don't think they realize how much power they got you know what i'm saying because you do have power and and back to what you were saying about the whole pictures of you know your whole little the whole you know the whole this, yeah. this all that shit yeah. you know doing all that all because you're not picked that time doesn't mean they don't want you they just don't want you right now so 
you have to do your due diligence and like browbeat them into like, hey, I'm still here. And um, yeah, yeah you know, so you have to browbeat them because oh, because you, you might not be that flavor that month. But you know, you it's 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 up and downs, like just like the fucking it's up and downs. I mean, what might be hot and popping right now might not be pop and popping in two weeks or three weeks or a month, you know, and you might be that look, you know. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that I tell females straight up, once you draw Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That first scene on Twitter, you're being looked at. Period. You're being looked at. They just want to see how you progress. You know, Period. <laughs> And, and one other thing, too, I think, uh, which is a real big, I think, newbie uh, mistake. And I, and I have made them, so I don't want nobody to think I done walked up in this motherfucker and knew all the answers because I didn't. And I fucked up a lot. Mm-hmm. But I tried to learn from it. And I, that's why I do seminars to try to prevent the same mistakes we make. Yeah. But the one thing I see on social media a lot is stop giving it all away on Twitter when you could be getting paid for it. So... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll put some titties out there every now and then, but you hardly ever gonna see my vajayjay unless it's a special day. You know, and it's gotta be a really special day. You know, so, you know, um, you know that was an argument on it, it was an argument that I saw on a Twitter feed about that. It's less and more. And from talking to like Robin Lynn, shots out to her and stuff like that, it's it's I kind of think like back in the day, cause it used to be a time back in the day where you could have a membership site up for pictures and you was making money like you would now with the videos. Right. You know, period. But it, it, to me, I think this is how I look at it. I tell anybody how you package it. That's the reason why if you if to me, if you're gonna go the route of you ain't showing shit, it's because the pictures that you're putting out is so quality, they forget about the fact you ain't showing shit. I be telling people that. Because you know, it's no different than being a burlesque dancer. Mm-hmm. When I did the burlesque, I didn't really, I took it all off, but I didn't. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the art of the tease. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It really is. And the clientele you want is that clientele that's down for that tease. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That likes to go through the whole journey with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying don't never put nothing on social media. I'm just saying don't get everything away. You know, if you're going to give it yeah, all they be away, sitting there with a dildo in their pussy, they be squirting. <laughs> I mean, you're giving it every bit of it away, you know, so um, I just think you don't, don't you don't want to give it all away. But I mean, I'm asking this, but I'm asking this, does that technique work in this day and age? Because this day and age is a, is a microwave era. So everybody want to do shit for viral purposes versus I am selling purposes. You get where I'm coming from? Or anticipation. This is my, my my this is my 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 thought on it. I don't give a fuck how many followers I have on Twitter, because mm-hmm. I could have a hundred thousand followers or a million followers, but if ain't nobody spending no money on me, what's the point? That part. You know what I'm saying? Like I just like I I think I just barely broke fifty k. 
I'm okay with that because I know the, the people I have are the quality people that are going to go to KimmyKaboom.com. They're going to yeah. go to my, my only Kimmy.com. They're going to go to my, you know, LoyaltyKimmy.com. They're going to go to all my sites and buy my stuff because that's, that's the people. And I have some that probably won't. They maybe, you know, be bullshitting and just want to see my cleavage or my titties whenever I throw a free pick out there. But that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with people window shopping. You know, you can window shop it, shop too, but occasionally they're going to want to hit, hit on something. And I, you know, again, I don't have all the answers. Who knows? You want to throw your, you want to throw your shit out there for everybody to see and you make a shit ton of money doing it. Mm-hmm. What do I know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just know what's but, worked for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, understand <clears throat> to me, it's like, it, I always felt there was a blueprint in the business when it comes to on content and and even when it comes to the business side. Now, the business side of it is simply this. Persistency, consistency, and patience. Because people really think that this is a quick, rich scheme. Short-term, quick money. Not realizing that, you know the old adage, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, period. Because, one, you didn't, you haven't been doing this 20 years and been successful at it by accident. You know, come you know, from. You know, yeah, you know, and it's it's every bit of it is it's like you said, it's a hustle. Yes. It's a trial and error. It's a you know, like don't get me wrong. You can I I have you know my husband he does my post production he does my teasers for my videos. Mm-hmm. I'll throw a fucking teaser up in a heartbeat. You mm-hmm. might see my my shit for a second or two, but I'm trying to I'm trying to yeah tease you that is what the teaser's for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um yeah. you know I, I don't know i think that um i don't know i just i, I and, that's just my thought and on see it. too also is he too also it's like i tell females can train fan bases without even realizing for example all right for years they see you they score they've seen you at high professional level even to when you shoot your own shit so people don't realize on a psychology level if I tell you that I'm big, you're going to perceive me as such. So when I see Kimmy Kaboom and I see every picture is professionally shot, her videos, Hollywoodish. Now, understand, you, you, you can take the you can take a bullshit camera, but if you got the right light, you know what the fuck you're doing. You got a good camera, you can make it Hollywoodish. But the point being is, what I'm saying is to a certain level. So once you came in a certain level, you made sure that they saw you at that level. And that's a lot of mistakes that girls do make when it comes to this business. You know, it's so funny to talk about camera. Yeah. It's something that I mention to people all the time. When we first started our little endeavor, mm-hmm. when I was doing the whole pinup stuff, we had like a $89 Walmart camera mm-hmm. that we used. And um, the lights were, you know, so, so but there were like some cheap lights we got off Amazon or sometimes some kind of shit like that. And people would go to Daryl all the time and go like, man, that's, that's, that's a really nice photo there. Like that's just a real professional shit there. He's like, yeah, he's like, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I tell what kind of camera he was using, but you know, but I mean, obviously we've evolved since then. We have really nice cameras. We shoot 4k. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we stepped it up a notch, you know, and all that stuff. But you're right; the lighting does make a hell of a difference. Uh, you know, it, I, I try to, you know, 
I once one good thing I guess came out of COVID is that people got really fucking creative. You had to get creative. Uh, I was very fortunate because we went to AVN, and whenever we go to AVN, we try to go two or three weeks, and we try to shoot as much content when we're there as we can. Mm -hmm. So luckily for both of us, we actually shot a shit ton of content in 2020. Mm -hmm. So we're AVN January, AVN, shot all the content, and then, of course, everything goes to shit in March. Everything gets shut down. And it was good because that I had enough content to make it last, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, you know, we had to hit a lot of, you know, little cheap motels and yeah. to film other content, you know. But you get really creative, you know. You you have to be creative. And I think maybe because I did some cam, I think that kind of helped too, because you just have to learn to change up your room a lot. So. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 a. you really have to constantly think and constantly see what's, what's happening and what's popping and in, in, what type of content selling. It's always that kind of thing. You know, you all, obviously I do a lot of the whole taboo thing right now, now that, you know, obviously now as I get older, you know, they're all into the, the, the whole stepmom thing. And so <laughs> Just saying, they're into that thing. That's their thing. You know, that's what they're into. You know, I, I tell people uh, in the seminars I do, um, when I was doing camp, there are people into burping and shit. Like I didn't even fucking know some of these fetishes existed. You know. Yeah. But I made damn boss ass money off burping, and I'm like, whatever. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> whatever. You know. So I mean, it, it's it's good. I mean, you know, good money. And then I I have videos where. Uh, I'm not even fucking. I'm not doing anything sexual. I'm, I'm like, you know, uh, I shot a scene with a girl. Uh, we were in a corner penthouse in the Bellagio. And a good friend of ours had the Bellagio penthouse suite. And I'm like, I found out about it. I'm like, dude, you got a penthouse and you ain't told me? Because I will I will shoot that room like a dirty whore. I will, I will like shoot everywhere in there. Mm-hmm. And so this girl went in there. They had the the toilet and the bidet and we're like playing on it mm-hmm. we're playing on a fucking bidet and a toilet and that to this day still sells to this day and we're not we're like we're just naked playing on the fucking toilet and bidet so i mean don't can't nobody say nothing gonna make money because anything and see, will and make that's money. the thing that i say to to women you have to expand your repertoire whether within content within within from content to even to the business side of things, because you had you are a brand, you know. Period. It, it's kind of like even when I look at when girls talk about OnlyFans and all that shit, or mini vids or any of these sites, they don't even use all the things that can make the money within that's actually available on their site for the use. Right. You know. Period. You know. Well, yeah, and you, and and that's the other thing you said. You do have to try to think outside that box, and you have to step out of your comfort zone sometimes. And, and that's not in regards to consent or anything. I'm talking about like if I wasn't into the burping thing, and I said oh, I'm just I'm just not gonna do that. So I'm not, sometimes you gotta try it. You know, try something, mm-hmm. try something different. See if that works for you. See if it's something you might be into. Um, I didn't think I would ever be comfortable with um, some of the stuff I do. Uh, I'm trying to think of something. Um, like, I had a guy who was all into my armpits. I was like, man, that's some fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what? 
but I did it. You know, uh, the, the the mom thing. I wasn't sure if I was going to be a, how how was how it was going to go. You know, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I think as you get older, you just well. First of all, as you get older, your your fucks that you give really go out the window. Like yeah, you don't actually. You know, like you really don't. Um, but I do. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, you just you have to kind of step out and try things and see how uh, how you, you feel with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know I am not a submissive person. I'm a very dominant person. Uh, so obviously I do a lot of the dominant type things. I have no problem talking to someone like their shit. And I have no problem talking about the little dick. So um, that's just something I can do like that. Um but, you know, I also like to be that, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, daddy, you know, that kind of thing. Or, or you know, talk about, um, don't you want to fuck your stepmom or something? You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, because, to be honest with you, there's so much stuff in the business that women can use. Men, we we ain't, we ain't really got much, uh, be honest with you. We just really don't. Shit, we got to walk in the game with a girl, to be honest with you, because ain't nobody really trying to see a jerk off. Not like that, anyway. But, like I said, with y'all, y'all have webcam, y'all have custom videos. They still do, you know, the night flirts with the phone sex. Uh, some girls do meet and greets. Um, and then, that what I mean. It's like, you have to, especially Pussy is a powerful thing. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. You know, years ago, I was told that what you got between your leg drips gold. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you know that. Make sure you remember that. You know, so, and it's silly that it, you know, that was said to me, but yeah, it's very true. It's, 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 it's very much true. You have to monetize it and, and make your money. And I'm under a no uh, illusion that I'll be able to do this forever, but damn it, I'm going to try. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, because I ain't going to front. I've been saying this. To me, the older women, the women 35 plus, to me have greater success and long-termness than females that are walking in now in their 20s. Well, but, I you agree, know what I'm saying? You know, and I agree. And honestly, and I'm going to probably catch flack for it, but I'm okay with that. I feel, and let me tell you why. I feel that I'm not comfortable with someone that of that age getting into the industry or any adult platform for that matter. And this is why. And the reason why I say that, because at 20, you don't know what the fuck you want to do with your life. Okay. And because society brands it the scarlet letter, if you're in it, you know what I'm saying? Society makes it such a bad thing. And that's why I say that. It's not that I'm saying that they should, oh, they should sit their ass down. They shouldn't. No, I'm just saying because there are people in their 30s that don't fucking know what they want to do with their life yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I've been there and I've done that. You know, like, but if I would have done it, and I'm lucky that, you know, because I didn't have the internet mm. back in the day when I was yeah, it's, it's, out of full of shit. And, and, you know, I didn't have those things. Mm. And, and it's not, we don't have social, we didn't have social media and all that. So I, I was I was a little incognito back in the day. I could be a little incognito. Yeah, and actually you can get actually look. as you can get away with doing porn without any family member finding the fuck out back then. Right back yeah back in the day. So you know, but you know it it it's, it it was such a it's such a stigma now that you know you, 
you don't know if you want to be in politics so you don't know if you want to be in this or be this or be that or be a pto president or something or or or, or you know because it's going to be i tell people all the time you know if you have kids your kid they will find out yeah the, your next door neighbor will find out and let me tell you why they're gonna find out because they're just as perverted as you are and just as freaky as you are but they're just not gonna admit it and then they're going to talk about it and they're going to talk about it in front of their kids those kids going to go back to school and talk to your kids about it mm -hmm. so it's going to be out so um just just you know err on the side of caution that's that's all you know and unfortunately you know when you're young you're you also get that naiveness you know yeah and you <clears throat> use the tricked out spit out and they're done with you in six months yeah you know there's a reason why i only did certain things during certain parts and i do this and i you know i waited this long to do this and waited this long to do this and yeah i, I try to stretch it out uh as much as i can or make it longevity wise in my for my yeah. career i didn't want to be chewed up in six months and spit out so yeah uh, it's the term actually back in the day was called overshot yeah yeah and um you know so it it, it that's one of the reasons why I, I tried to I, I try to minimize how much and I love shooting with companies don't get it twisted, but I make good money on my OnlyFans and my website. Yeah, because I was always told never let the industry have more content of you than you don't have it yourself. I was told that early. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, and I love every company I've worked with. I've I've not um, I don't think I've had a a bad experience with the company. So I'm trying to think ways to hold So you you work with Rodney too, right? Yeah. Rodney Moore. Rodney, uh, Jeff Models, Plumper Pass. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously Score and the Excel Girls stuff. Uh, Shape of Beauty, yeah, with a adult time. Shape of Beauty. <laughs> yeah, let's just say she done them all, ladies and gentlemen. Been there, done that. She been there, done that twice over. She'd have forgot more than y'all motherfuckers know. That's really <laughs> well. Back in my <clears throat> less than um, uh, back in my let's see, what's I have to be careful because I don't know what platform she put this on. Let's just oh, no, that is uncensored. It's uncensored. Okay, so back in the day, um, you know, cocaine was very prevalent in the clubs. Like, we literally, when I say it was in the clubs, like it was on the table in the clubs, and you just so that was always our party party so it's just socially what you did like you just it was no different than popping a pill i just wasn't a pill person or, yeah, or taking a hit of acid it's or today's it's, weed it was today's weed the way it exactly began. exactly and and it wasn't something that and it was uh not this all this crap that they got going on now mm -hmm. but um but yeah it was very prevalent back in the day Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just I remember, you know, woo. I mean, I think back to some of the shit I used to do back in the day. I'm like, woo, so I should be sitting in a federal penitentiary right now, waiting on visitor day. I mean, it's like. I mean, but uh, it, it's it's kind of like I said, um, especially the time when you came in. The poor community was very close knit and extremely small. Because you, it, it you just couldn't walk in. You 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 had to be brought in, recruited in, but you just couldn't just like okay, I'm I'm just gonna film my own shit. Because even then, 
People don't realize how much it used to cost to edit a porn video if you was an independent. It wasn't something you just doing on your computer. You had to send that shit to Cali. Yeah, you didn't get computers and stuff no. like that. But no, it's it's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some of the shit. I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely it was definitely a different time. But uh, I think it was an awesome time though. As innocent as it all was back then, I, you know, what I'm saying it was still innocent. It, as much shit as we did, mm-hmm. it was still an innocent time. It was a different yeah. time. You know, what I'm yeah. saying, and I know bad shit happened back then too. But it, God, it just doesn't seem like it was that big of a deal back then. You know, like it wasn't like terrible, terrible shit. Well, so. see, it didn't happen in Austin though. Because yeah, even, saying, even, like it was work stoppage, even if it was work stoppage, it might have been, what, one one every year at the, at best? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not four would be, like, not one in every six months type situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every time I hear, listen, it's a work stoppage. Something stopped. And I'm like, they swabbing now. I was like, wait a second, huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> Which I understand. I, I get the point of it, but I remember a time and swab. Even dudes who were straight had to get their ass swabbed. Right. Well, yeah, and that, and that just goes back to the whole no matter who you're shooting and what you're shooting, if you're yes. shooting, you need to be testing. Thanks. So goes back to that little thing I was saying earlier. If yeah. you're going to bring yourself, like you said, if you're gonna run, you gotta run all the way. You know, you can't yeah. run part of it. Now, if I'm gonna ask you this, I always, I always said this. Also, part of that is, I always say a test is only good as the last person you fuck. And um, to me, it's also not only being tested, but also being responsible in your personal sex life. Yeah. You know, period. Because y'all money is made off of being clean. Right. That, that's facts. If you, right. if, if, if you come and your test is a positive, you're losing money because there's time away from the industry that you have to take. Exactly, exactly. Um, I, and I, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you on that. And I really try very hard um, to, to if I do shoot, like, you know, <laughs> don't, be, don't be dicking around now. <laughs> That's why I get very nervous about big, when there's big events, you know, and they're like, you know, yeah. they you know, because all the lot of companies they try to monetize on the big events, and I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know. I think I'm going to after the event because you don't know who's doing, who's fucking who, and yeah, yeah, and all this shit, you know. So, yeah, because yeah. because I I I need to tell you that thing is about that personal responsibility because it's like I even talked later they were like shit, their husband get tested, TGS. <laughs> he ain't even in the industry, but he still got the yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's serious. You know what I'm saying? Cause even to the point of the time frame of when what people want their test to be. You know, I used to remember time with 30 days you were good. Not no more. Not oh, no, no more. No. She, she, she covered the 13 day test you want to. You would not shoot. No, shit. What you doing with that dick for 30 days, baby. No. <laughs> or that goes with vagina either. I don't care what any yeah. whatever, you know, whatever it is. I don't yeah. yeah no. She Good night. That's why I said, yo. That's why it took me 10 years before I took the condom off. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, you know, I, you know, it's funny. I mean, just, if it yeah. ain't, if I'm not fucking my husband, I'm, I'm working. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's like, he's the only other, like, besides work. Yeah, yeah I already, I call him my favorite penis. So that's, that's who I'm fucking. So, well, I am now retired. So, 
I, I, I ain't got to worry about because I was like, man, it's it's just to me, like I said, the, the good thing is that us is, I hate using the term, damn it, but fuck it, for sake of the conversation, content created era, um, it put the, the power back in our hands, you know, period. Um, because I remember a time when motherfuckers used to laugh at your ass we had a clip for sale. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I, you know, they, I'm laughing my ass all the way to the bank. Laugh all you want to. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, because, I mean, yeah, and, and I'm glad that, like I said, I love working with the companies. I really do. It's nice to pop into a scene every now and then. Ooh, ooh, there you are. You look, give yeah. you a little boost or something. But, yeah, I'm also okay with filming my stuff, too. So, um, it's, that. so it's, 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 it's a good thing. I mean, really, uh, the porn side of it now with it being individualized so much, you know, you do have the op the option and the uh, ability. Now, whether you execute it or not, that's on, on the person or the individual, but you have the op opportunity to make money. Like you do have yeah. the opportunity to make your own money. You just have to be able to work. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, that, work. there's that silly word again, work. Imagine that. So oh, yeah. Oh, now, I got to ask you this because of your lineage, and we just had the first in, what, three years, AVN? Did you go to AVN this year? I did go to AVN. I did. I was yeah. there. And uh, it was, you know, it was different. <laughs> it was a different AVN. I uh, heard. <laughs> I, was, I was nominated again this year. Congratulations. Uh, still, haven't, still haven't won it. I don't know who I'm supposed to be fucking to get it, but damn it, I'm trying <laughs> Um, I tell I, my husband's gonna roll his eyes when I say this, but I tell people all the time I'm like the damn Susan Lucci of ABN. Um, and uh, and for all you young folks, that's a lady who was on a on my children. She was nominated for yes. like thirty years and never yes. won an award. Just finally won it. Anyway, so um, but no, uh, it was it, it was it was really good seeing everybody again. Um, I couldn't have my tits out. Yeah. I heard. I don't think I've ever wore that many clothes before in my life. <laughs> no, no, I'm it. saying I was pulling my inner Miami Vice on the first day. I had my little jacket on with my bra and like you, one little button, but you couldn't see anything. I was trying to be good. But um, it was just, it was a different vibe. I mean, I didn't even do the red carpet this year. Mm -hmm. Um because honestly i just wasn't feeling it <laughs> you know I just it just it was just such a different vibe um i've heard different reports i heard that they have a five-year contract there and then also heard that the host was not going to honor that that they were not going to have us back so i don't know what's going to actually happen um uh, i will say about resort world they did have plenty of things to eat unlike past when it was hard rock when, when we had hard rock um, so they had plenty of places for everybody to accommodate all of us to eat. But a lot of the after parties were like out in the parking lot because there wasn't <laughs> space, I guess. Um, anyway, it, it was it was a different vibe. It, it definitely was different. I do hope it doesn't stay that way because I think a lot of people were disappointed with that. Yeah. Not just me, but I think fans were disappointed. They were really particular. Like, AVN is worldwide. So yeah. you had people coming from all, all different countries, 
coming wanting to see the porn stars in their environment be porn stars. They want to see tits and ass. Uh-huh. You know, period. It's funny because, you know, it, it, it was such a different vibe because it's like, <laughs> I felt like it was like very censored. I'm thinking, it's a goddamn porn convention. <laughs> Where's the vagina? It's it's like, how is it that Exotica is going to be more free than AVN? My husband's husband's like, well, gee, next year we're going to have a playground for the kids. But no, it was just like, I mean, it was was very different. Um, And I I think fans were kind of disappointed with that. Because even with me, like when I go up to another performer, there's a chick that I know, and we're like grabbing each other's titties. Hey, girl. Doing or you couldn't do that, like that's a big no no. Like, they would have like got onto you, and oh like, God. you had to give a good really, handshake. Like, they were like on that, shit. like, they they you know, yeah, they I, heard, really, I, heard, I heard they threw some people out for flashing, they did throw some people out. There were some people got fined, and I think the fine was like, I've heard a thousand, I heard fifteen hundred. I mean, it was like there was some shit. like, so and I want to make sure Vegas, yo, because because one, I already heard that the strip they're trying to make it family friendly now. Right, which I think is a bunch of bullshit. Anyway, so I, I just, I, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I want to take the kids to Vegas with me. Me, the wife, and the kids, yeah. I, they don't make no, I mean, none of that makes sense to me because I'm just thinking to myself, like, it's, the old saying is what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, it's which Vegas, is a very yeah. old saying, and they don't like that saying no more because they want it family, friend. But I'm thinking, that's all anybody thinks about. When you talk about going to Vegas, yeah, it's going to be, they're not talking about, well, yeah, we could take the kids over to the water. No, that's not what the fuck we're talking about. That's what this world is. They're talking about gambling and doing some wild shit that ain't got to worry about nobody finding out. It's about gambling and drinking and whores. That's what it's all about. Basically, basically. Pretty much, in a nutshell. So. Yes. It's called Sin City. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, definitely, uh, definitely an experience. It was one yeah. bad, just not. I, yeah, just, I heard a lot of females said they had to switch their their outfit, wardrobe. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it funny though. Well. But it goes back to what you're supposed. It goes back to reading terms of service. Because it was very, very much in the terms of services, like when we signed up and all that stuff, and when we got our information about our badges, and it, it went through the whole gamut. Like you can't do this, this, this. You know, it was there. It was in the fucking paperwork. So a lot of people that came to the show were like, "Well, I don't even have anything." It was in the goddamn email. Like it's in the email. You have to read. You know, it. people. You know, people don't. Read. They, they barely check their email, let alone their DMs on Twitter. <laughs> I don't check my DMs on Twitter too hot because, well, I, I, I take that back. I, on, my, on Twitter, yes, if I'm following you, you that's the only way you can message me. Mm-hmm. But, and I will skim through them. Are they my priority? No. If I'm expecting a message, like I knew I was expecting one from you, so I kind of, you know, I peeped that one out. But my Instagram, my Instagram, I hardly. I hardly ever do that. And I tell people all the time, I do not check my DMs here because my time is money. My money is time. If you want to message me, then you get on one of my platforms where you're paying for my time. Because, I mean, and I don't mean that, literally do not mean that to be a bitch, but, you know, if I spent, you know, a minute on this message, a minute on this message, a minute, you know, 60 minutes is then going by. That's an hour. You know, um, 
and that's I have like three different email accounts I have to check every day. So it's like I you know I can't I got three emails I have to check. I have like over 20 platforms. So this is stuff I have to check every day. So it takes a lot of coffee in the morning. This flex has been brought to you by Miss Kaboom. Ultimate <laughs> boss lady got I thought I had a lot of shit to check. She got me beat. Hands down. I just That's not even getting into Snapchat. My family. They, they, they don't even get into all that stuff. I mean, that's like a whole nother bit of platforms and stuff. But yeah, people, you know, and that's why a lot of people don't understand. Like, you know, um, I, like I try to say a lot of this stuff is business. Like, you know, let's talk about business. Business is, I'm about business. Let's talk about business, you know. So, but yeah, it's, it's. And and so the people know because I know they want me to ask, how big is the boobies? Now they're like a thirty-eight forty um, GH. Mm-hmm. Um, they used I used to be a forty-two H, mm-hmm. but I lost about sixty pounds. Mm-hmm. So um, and I'm diabetic now, so I'm just you know overall trying to be healthier. I yeah. guess um, you know when you get old. You know, when you get old. Yeah. So there's that. So yeah, so I lost about sixty pounds and then I lost I guess I lost some of the width around. So yeah, mm-hmm. something like about thirty-eight forty, depending on the Man, it looked good though. Start start playing though. It looked good though. When you stood up, I'm like, oh shit. shit. <laughs> Woo! See? There's still more than a mouthful. Oh my and and that's a beautiful and that's a beautiful thing. It's never wrong. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so look, I done held you up on here, and we still ain't hit a lot of stuff, so oh, shit. Okay. I'm going to have to bring you back, and because of okay. that, I got to ask this question. Can I call you a smoke buddy? I mean, if you want to. See, I, don't, I don't do it too much anymore. Oh, no, smoke buddy is my co-host when I bring them back to the show. Oh, well, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. See, say no more. So, people, you heard it first that Miss Kaboom will be back on the Smokers Lounge, and we're going to try to get her on the Premium Smoke Room. We're talking about six premium podcasts for you to enjoy for $4.99 a month. It gets more predictable. It gets more wilder. They might even show a little something, something. We don't know, but you ain't going to find out unless you subscribe $4.99 a month to the Premium Smoke Room, where the best smoke is always premium. So with that being said, Miss Kitty, Miss Kimmy Kaboom, can you please tell everybody where they can spend money on you? You know what? I try to keep it real simple. So I bought this domain. It's called everythingkimmy.com. That's everything, K-I-M-M-I-E.com. And it takes you to all my platforms, the links. There you, you know, go. Try to keep it simplified. Yeah, because you got a lot of links. I yeah, guarantee I you lot, that. Hell a lot of links. Hell a lot of links. So... So with that being said, people, we came to another end of a wonderful Smokers Lounge. And you know how we end these things. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? We haven't learned anything. Smoke this over. Say goodbye to everybody, Miss Kaboom. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you.